0: Welcome to Snap It Next Podcast. I'm Carly.
1: What's up? And I'm Corey. And this is a podcast about conspiracies and other cool things.
0: And today we have a very special guest host. You might remember him from our Bermuda Triangle episode. I believe that was episode three. But it is my uncle, Joe Nagy.
2: Welcome all. And yes, I did survive the Bermuda Triangle on Friday the 13th.
0: And tell us uh, what you'll be talking about today.
2: Well, I'd like to dive into the notion and conspiracy about the United States and the Federal Reserve and what actual gold that we do own and differences in that matter.
0: All right. Let's get started.
2: Okay. During my research, I found out in 1792, believe it or not, it was called the Coinage Act. And it was created to make a gold standard it was basically to set gold against the u.s dollar and at that time the gold for the u.s dollar was set at 24.75 grams of gold to equal one dollar now next up we had along the way 1913 the federal reserve act which basically created the federal reserve bank as we know it today and what most people don't know is the Federal Reserve Bank is not privately owned, according to the government, and it's not government-run. It's basically run by a board of directors that, according to my research, I can't find out who they are, and there's not much info on who the board of directors are.
0: That's pretty sketchy, huh?
2: Yeah, sounds mysterious. Yeah, and that's uh, just, just the beginning of it. Now... In 1933, during the height of the Great Depression, uh, our president, FDR, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, gave the executive order of 6102, which basically stated prohibited the hoarding, in quotes, of gold bullion, ordered all citizens to surrender gold for cash. Now, basically, they just told all citizens, if you're holding any kind of gold with the exception of jewelry, but gold coins... Uh, gold bars, you were to turn it into the government and get cash. Now, what they failed to tell the citizens, this was completely voluntary. The way it was put out was, this is an executive order, you must do it.
0: But I thought that he wrote the order, that he, like, where, how do you know that it was voluntary?
2: In, In the actual order, 6102, it states at the very end, this was voluntary.
0: So people didn't read the fine print.
2: Exactly. I I, I mean, who does read the fine print? I
1: I was going to say, I I feel like very few people read through like things that end up getting passed through, whether they vote on it or not, because there's a lot of like all the main stuff at the top. And then, like you said, the fine print at the bottom of like what you're actually giving up along with it or getting Um, was the point for like the government to then get gold to back the dollar or like what was the point of them passing that?
2: Uh, The point was there was a little bit of a rush on gold, and again, this was during the height of the Great Depression, so there was a run on banks. What they wanted was, you know, here's some cash because they know a lot of people lost money because the banks closed, so give us your gold. And yes, it was to kind of hoard the gold, knowing that, you know, in in my, my opinion, it was they were afraid that the dollar... Absolutely would collapse, and the government wanted that gold.
1: Well, in that sense, though, wouldn't they end up inflating the dollar? Like, if if the uh, go ahead. No, I was just saying, if the dollar was already backed by gold, and then they chose to trade gold out for cash, or have trade out cash for gold. In that point, then there aren't they then like printing cash that wasn't backed? Or I no nah, I guess I'm looking at it the wrong way.
2: Yeah, no, at that time it 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 the government the, the treasury department could not print one single dollar bill unless there was actual gold to back it up. Okay. So, it's unlike today, you know, where yeah, uh, yeah. you just print and whatever you want.
0: What year was that? That that
2: The executive order was in 1933, and again, this was the height of the Great Depression and you know the citizens and the government were looked upon differently the citizens looked at the government they trusted them un- unlike today because there was no reason not to and i think that's why they just heard you know roosevelt come out and say you got to turn in your gold okay you know they didn't even question it you know they yeah. they considered it like law they had to yeah we
0: talked about that on the last episode um the jfk assassination that that i think that was kind of the turn of people Um, like, not putting all of their trust in the government and finally, like, questioning it a little bit?
2: Oh, absolutely. All right, now, here's just a a little, while we're talking about FDR, uh, soon after, Fort Knox was okay to be built. At that time, in 33, it had not been built. There was no such thing as Fort Knox. Now, since the government... Took in all this gold from its citizens. We needed a place to store it. Um, now, right around then, we we're coming off the Great Depression, a little bit after World War One, and there was storm clouds on the horizon because the Nazis had already taken over Germany. Uh, we were not in World War II yet, but the the storm clouds were brewing. So, FDR okayed the construction for. Fort Knox, and he wanted it away from any kind of coastline in case there was, you know, uh, you know uh, uh, enemy landing or anything along that to where if you're more inland, it's more well-protected.
0: So where, what state is it in?
2: Kentucky. Now, it is actually, the reason it's called Fort Knox is it is an army base, Fort Knox, which they built it on. And that is the home of our tank division. So where George Patton, you know, led all the tanks, that's basically where they do all the tank testing, tank training, and it's pretty much well protected. You're not going to walk up and knock on the door and go, hey, uh, I'm here to steal your gold. Even an even in enemy invasion, you're, you're looking at really tough odds. Well, I
0: watched a movie and it said something like there were minefields around it. Are, is that accurate?
2: They believe so. There's, it's a lot of. They don't want to release what kind of protection they have because there's other other, um, you know, people that say there's like sensors to where if a squirrel walks on property or any kind of little ground movement to prevent somebody from digging under. Also, in the research, I found, and again, this is just hypothesis because the government will not will not confirm or deny. Um, if a vault is broken into, um, there's a flooding system to where it would flood it out. Because if you think about it, gold is not going to rust; water's not going to harm it. But if somebody breaks in, you're not getting out.
1: That's wild. Not,
2: yeah, not to mention all the soldiers, but, you know, hey, you're locked in and they start flooding the compartment.
1: Yeah, that's pretty wild. And I feel like that's something you'd see in like a movie or in a book, right? But like that's the story that goes around, right? Like
2: you said. Yeah, yep. And there's also, um, if you look at a uh, picture of Fort Knox, it just looks like a one-story, maybe two-story building. Now, there's also rumors that the main vaults are held below ground that there's a bigger safe basically underneath Fort Knox. And, again, it's neither confirmed nor denied, but um, there was certain contractors that came out after and said, well, you know, we were digging down um, pretty far, and it makes no sense that there wasn't something under there.
0: And I saw a post. Someone actually um, was in Kentucky, and they drove, like, past it just to to catch a a glimpse at Fort Knox, and they said that it was the size of a gas station. They were like, this is crazy. This is so much tinier than I thought that it would be. Like, how is there so much gold hidden in this little gas station-sized building?
2: Yeah, apparently most of it is underground. And again, it's a an, another protective measure to where If by some chance you were able to bypass the gates and all the guards and the ground sensors and the landmines and and actually got inside, well, now you've got another set of security to where you've got to get down to lower levels.
1: Yeah, it's like the elevator may not be working. You're going to have to carry all that gold upstairs
2: or what? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Good luck. All right. Now, now once all this was created and the gold was stored there, we come to, and again, keep in mind that the gold, the dollar was backed by gold. So, for every dollar, you could literally, you know, go to the government and say, "Here's my dollar. I want so much back in gold." So, in 1971, oh, let me let me just jump back a little bit. There was a, a, a thing passed after World War II um, that. Because of all the uh, upheaval of World War II, we were, again, changing nations. We had separated Germany. Uh, A lot of Eastern Europe was cut off. They wanted somehow to make sure we don't go into another depression because, again, World War II was coming off the Great Depression. So they had all agreed, um, the leaders of a bunch of free nations agreed to – Basically, tie all their money—you know, whatever the Deutsche Mark, the French Franc—tie all their money to the the American dollar.
1: Yeah, which is like kind of standard business today, right? Like in standard business now, everyone uses the American dollar as like its its comparison point.
2: Exactly, and like I said, that was the whole purpose to this—you know—to this. You know, to this meeting of of these guys to where okay you know everything is going to be tied to the dollar so you know the pound will be tied to the dollar so there was an easy comparison for all the different currencies that were floating out there
1: yeah and they probably figured it was a good choice because the dollar was backed by gold so like you couldn't really fake it
2: yeah exactly and that was one of the biggest reasons too like you said you know everything they knew was you know each dollar was backed by by gold now, that, that act was actually called the Bretton Woods System, which tied most of the world's currency to the U.S. dollar. And again, that was about 1945, 46 It was right on the heels after we came out of World War II.
0: Okay, that's what I was going to ask.
2: Yes. All right, so we jump ahead now, and you know everything seemed to be going fine. Now, in 1971, President Richard Nixon... He took the dollar off of the gold standard, which basically meant that that dollar bill no longer can be traded in for gold.
0: So why do you think the American people allowed this to happen? Like if doesn't a bill have to get passed through a bunch of stuff, don't people have to vote on that? Like how did that happen?
2: uh, Again, it was a different time in the country. Um, We were still in the heights of the Vietnam War. Uh, There was a lot of turmoil, and the dollar was really crashing around the markets. And President Nixon believed it was tied because the dollar was so heavily tied to the gold, which could fluctuate up and down, he decided to take it off. The other reason is this freed up the U.S. Treasury and our government – to print money at will, because no longer were they restrained by, hey, I can print ten dollars, but I have to have ten dollars worth of gold to back it up. They could print a hundred million, and it's basically just paper. It's our trust in the system that allowed them to print as much as they want.
1: Yeah, like they could, they could propose a budget for their term or their year, and not have any issue getting that money because all they would have to do is have the the Federal Reserve write them that loan, and they can print the money because they don't need to have gold to show that that money is real basically so like it, it's kind of wild that when you think about it and and i guess to your point carly like yeah like who made that decision and why did nobody else have a say in it or was that something that we passed as a country you know was devoted on
2: it oh, my understanding and i couldn't find a true bill that was passed um It looked like it was basically an executive order given, which can bypass a lot of the the laws because it's, you know, it wasn't so much like, okay, I'm passing this law that this is illegal. It was, you know, hey, I'm taking this off of the gold standard. And the understanding was, at the time, this would be temporary. This was just to get through the crisis of the fluctuation of the gold prices, the fluctuation of the dollar prices and all the turmoil with Vietnam and everything else going on. This was not supposed to be permanent. As we all know, it turned out to be that way because after Nixon, you know, Ford came into office. And then it was it was Carter and it was Reagan. And they just found it easier. Hey, what's the best way to balance a budget but print more money? Or, you know, we need more money for the military. Print more money. Yeah. no one ever wanted to put it back on the gold standard
0: yeah and here we are 2022
2: i i I, I
1: saw i saw like a uh, i think i was watching like a youtube video that kind of like broke it down and like the perpetualness of explaining how because of that now our, our country technically runs as like a ponzi scheme because people have to buy bonds and then this money ends up going out and being loaned to other countries and then then they try to. We get interest on those loans that we're giving to other countries, and then we need more money for our own and uh, our yearly budget. So we print more money for ourselves and take the loan from the reserve. And it's like they keep putting money in, and we keep like paying other people out based off the money they got put in. So there's really
2: no money to start with.
1: Like it's pretty yes. crazy.
2: Yeah. Now the funny thing is, shortly after in 1974. And this was a little known thing cuz they didn't publicize it. It was the first time American citizens are allowed to own gold again, which meant in 74 you could go out and purchase if you had the money you could purchase a you know, an ounce of gold or a bar of gold or a pound of gold or 10 pounds of gold.
1: Yeah, so it was an accessible commodity again and people who had money were like, "Well, gold is king. I'm just going to I can go buy it now might as well stack up on it instead of cash which is now just being printed." Freely.
0: Who did exactly. they buy the gold from though? The government? Like from the what they had in Fort Knox?
2: No, no. There's actually there's brokers that uh, like Corey said, it became a commodity which could be traded openly on the stock market. So But I thought they were not a, a lot of
0: give it to the government, you know? I thought they had to give it to the government in what did you say? The forties, nineteen forties? So who someone
2: kept it. Someone
0: read the fine print there.
2: But like I said, in nineteen seventy four you were allowed to own it again. And just because the government owns it, there's always gold being found to this day. Yeah, now, I've a lot been of it comes other
0: countries out, too.
2: Yeah, South America is a big market for gold. And much like I'm sure you've heard of the Blood Diamond, there's a lot of controversy over how the gold is being gotten today in like countries like Peru where it's basically slave labor, they're using it to dig it out of the ground.
1: Yeah, and they're using, using like, uh, what's it called, unenvironmentally friendly like ways to get it using mercury and stuff like that.
2: Oh, absolutely, yes. Now, we get to the section where, again, let me just jump back a little. A little known fact, FDR, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, is the only president to date that has set foot in Fort Knox. Why is that? How <laughs> wild. Because a, a Fort Knox, which is basically a, an arm of the Federal Reserve, which is not government owned, they have denied any request by any future presidents. Because future presidents have tried to get in there to inspect what our gold holdings are, and they were denied.
0: So crazy because I thought it was the government in the beginning, right? One of the presidents wanted the, the to take everyone's gold and put it in Fort Knox. Was that FDR?
2: Yes, that was FDR.
0: So that's why he was allowed in, and then um, that's so crazy that, like, a president decided to do this, and then they wouldn't let any other presidents in. It's crazy.
2: And they only let him in shortly after it was maybe a year after the construction was done. And since then, like I said, no president has been able to set foot, even though, you know, they've requested it. And all requests have been denied by the Board of Governors, whoever that may be for the Federal Reserve.
1: (laughs) So just to clarify, when when FDR put out that order, asked for people to, you know, give their their gold in, that... Gold was not technically going to the government, though, right? It was technically going to the Federal Reserve, right? Or am I incorrect?
2: No, you're cor- correct. It gets into a really hazy kind of thing because – I and I think the government did this on purpose. The Federal Reserve is not, you know, government-run. Correct. It's not privately owned. Uh, and it, it, when, when FDR wanted the gold, it was more of, all right, we're going to give it to the Federal Reserve to hold for us. Now, it's – Technically, still the people's money because the government is supposed to be run by the people, yeah, um, they put in so many little twists and turns to where nobody was really sure what it was, like okay, is it our gold? is it, the Federal Reserve part of it? you know, and
1: it's funny because in the end, it's almost like the government didn't even realize that they were like they were almost bankrolling the Federal Reserve with with the people's money, and then in the end, the government didn't even have access to that money. They, it's like they almost built this whole Fort Knox idea, concept, chamber, protective vault for the Federal Reserve, and now they have our government like protecting the Federal Reserve's gold. It's it seems kind of like you said it's very hazy as to where this money, like whose money, is it really? You know, uh,
2: and it it gets even better uh, because. It, With the Federal Reserve, they also have a bank in New York. Now, it's again, it's a very secure vault that no one's allowed to enter. Um, Not only does Fort Knox and the Federal Reserve technically hold the government's gold, they also uh, held other countries' gold reserves. So there's countries like Germany and England that, you know, stored thousands of pounds of their gold or you know, crown jewels or anything of value, you know, being safeguarded in the United States figuring, you know, and again this was all done around World War Two or shortly after to the where, you know, okay, America's safe. We can store our stuff there. It won't be stolen.
1: Yeah, yeah. We're across the ocean. You know what I mean? Like they just experienced everything happening on their continent and I totally I get what you're saying but with that.
2: And the funny thing with that is uh in the in this century, uh, certain countries have been asking for their gold back. Germany is the biggest one, and when they first asked for their gold reserves back, they were told no. <laughs> and <laughs> which is funny because it's their gold, yeah. so they you know there was a big hoopla about it. Now the American government said, "Okay, we're going to give you a little bit," and. We're going to pay the rest off within 20 years. Now, at to present date, I had to say, Germany did get back all its gold. But the question I always ask, if the gold was there, why didn't you just give it back to them? It's yeah, their why gold. why did
0: it take so long to pay them back?
1: I mean, the only thing I could logically think is that, like, maybe that they thought that they were going to end up selling off their gold, which could ultimately, you know, like, have have an issue with the commodities market and then they would control too much of the like you know it's like when a whale invests into something and then they they sell their two billion their two billion dollars shares worth and next you know the price of it just drops so maybe they were just concerned that if germany ended up liquidating their gold for some other type of currency or commodity that then america's gold would then have less value i mean that's the only logical way that
2: i would look at it and and a lot of people agree with you on that fact because as of recently, you know, China's markets, their economy's really been booming in the past 10 to 20 years, and they have been hoarding a lot of gold. They've been, you know, purchasing a lot of gold from these other nations, and again, we supposedly have some China reserves of gold that we refuse to give back to them. Uh, my research pulled up, I believe it was 20 countries that are fighting for their gold back that we
1: wild, you know, yeah, <laughs> you don't hear, you don't hear about that very
2: often in the news, right? Oh no, no. cause it's, it's less sexy, you know, uh, oh, okay. Some blocks of, you know, pretty, pretty metal, but you know, if you really dig into it, it's, it's
0: super sketchy,
2: very sketchy. Yeah. Now, uh, during my research, and I thought this was profoundly interesting, and I still can't come up with a reason for it, um, as of today, the U.S. Treasury holds approximately 261.5 million ounces of gold. Now, they estimate that at around $6.2 billion. Now, if you do the math it just doesn't seem like it adds up with the price of gold this you know today now here's the sketchy part the the government has set the price on, on given out to the public as far as what it's worth at the 1973 price which was $42.22 an ounce to this day they still say the value of the gold is at this price which they set in stone and for whatever reason they won't give a reason i couldn't find one they won't update it to the current price of gold
0: so what are they saying how much is in there versus how much you calculated it out to
2: well i mean they're they're still saying it's the same weight but at the current price, which I pulled up today so it's accurate. Yeah, it's as like close to possible. One thousand eight hundred and thirty four dollars an ounce. Now that's forty three times greater than what the government is setting their price at, which brings the estimated total to one hundred and ninety billion as compared to six billion. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So
0: why why do you think that they're doing that?
2: Well, the theories are the government wants to devalue gold or, or try to get it to the public that gold's not worth as much. They don't want the public hoarding the gold uh, in, in the fear of crashing the dollar because, again, without a gold, you know, without gold being backed, you know, the dollar being backed by gold, it's basically our trust in that you can use that dollar to buy a dollar's worth of commodities. It's it's literally just a piece of paper that we put our trust in. It's worth nothing except our trust.
1: Yeah, it's it's basically like if you had the barter system and somebody, you know, like the the dollar is a shell. It could be a shell. You know what I mean? It could literally be a shell. It's the same thing with these cryptocurrencies. Like it's, it's, it's a figment of your imagination. You're putting the value on it, and, and that's what it's worth.
2: Yeah, and some of the research I did did blame cryptocurrency on it. Again, that they're afraid it's devaluing the dollar and the government relies heavily upon that dollar. You know, they have no stake in cryptocurrencies. The banks have no stake in it. Um, a lot could be lost. I mean, you know, a lot really could be lost. The entire econ- economy could crash if we've lost trust in the dollar. So they're trying to my guess is they're trying to persuade people, you know, convince them, well, that's not the way to go. Cryptocurrency is bad, you know. The dollar's good. Don't don't gather your gold. It's not worth as much as you think.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's the same point as uh, as FDR when he said trading your gold for cash. Like you want cash. It's good. It's good. You want it, you know, like same concept. And that
0: was the beginning.
2: <laughs> yes. Now, I I believe it was 1974 was the last official uh, public viewing of Fort Knox where they opened the doors to certain congressmen, certain members of the press, and I'm sure people have seen it, pictures, very old pictures of these old cogity people standing in front of a big door filled to the ceiling with gold bars. And they got to inspect the gold bars, they got to hold the gold bars, and... That was, you know, they thought that would uh, suffice, you know, because at that time, the public was starting to, hey, you know, we want to see, you know, why why are you so secret? What's going on out there? The funny thing is, though, now this giant vault, supposedly there's many vaults the size that, that these people got to see. They were only allowed to open one vault. They weren't allowed to go beyond that. They opened one vault, inspected one vault, held a couple gold bars. And we're told, to okay, that's good enough. Since then, the public, even though there's been many demands from congressmen and senators to, hey, we need another public inspection, it's all been denied.
1: That, yeah, that seems—I uh, yeah, mean, I don't even know what to say to that. It's kind of crazy. It's <laughs> like— uh, I just show, show the people as much as they need to see, basically. And, they're, and they probably stand behind the point that it's for security purposes, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
2: And, and again, if they had all this, gold, you know, they were in it, you know, from, from what I've read and what from, from these old senators and, and the people that were actually there, they said they were, they were in a decent-sized hallway and there was many doors in that hallway. They, you know, they had asked, hey, hey, can you open this one? No. They literally <laughs> opened one vault. Now you know this is where some people can go off on a on a wild, wild tangent. Hey, that's all the gold we had. Just they put everything into one vault, and that's all we got to see.
1: Yeah, I mean you know yeah. nev- you never know, and and you would. And- Sorry, go for it, Carly.
0: <laughs> so I watched something um, that said that there it had been like confirmed that there's like. Opium and morphine in some of the vaults, and that that's um, adding to like the the p- the final price that they have or that they estimate in um, Fort Knox is like that is added with the morphine, morphine and opium, and that's um, how they came to their total like price conclusion on like, how much it's worth.
1: Like, there's other. I mean, if you're looking at thinking of it as a big, like there's other assets in there that don't that add into the value that isn't technically gold, is what you're saying, which would I guess would apply, yeah. like you said, Joe, if they um, had like other, um, you know, jewels and whatever. But you would think that at least these other countries whose money's in there, like if I were one of the other countries, I would like, all right, you can't give me my money now, but I would need to come see it and I need to have access to like viewing my gold. Right. Like you would think. And,
0: and they probably say, all right, good luck. Come here. Like we have so much security. he can't get in, you know. No. So what you, are, what you, are the countries to do? You well, think it, actually,
2: you think, it, actually, in Fort, Fort Knox is more secure. They're not going to let people in. Now, we also have gold reserves at the Federal Bank, the Federal Reserve in New York City. And they have been known to let certain dignitaries, like you said, view. Yeah. They're, you know, their gold stat. Now, again, you can look at something. Do they actually own it? Do we own it? Do that country own it? I mean, they can say, there's your gold, you know, and you're yeah. relying on their trust. And that's where a lot of people, you know, I, for one, I believe there is gold in Fort Knox. Now, whether it's our gold, is another question.
1: Yeah, you make a valid point. We're like, here, look at it. This is your gold. And you know they're thinking, okay, well, that's my gold. They're not thinking like, oh, well, is that is that, Eng- is that England's gold too? Like, where's England's gold if that's my gold? You know what I mean? If there's 20 other countries that have their gold in here, you're showing me mine. But like, shouldn't there be everybody's gold here? Like, yeah. And I don't... isn't
0: that mostly supposed to be our gold as the people of America?
1: I mean, you know how we do things over here. Credit. It's all about credit. <laughs> Credit and debt. It has nothing to do with actually having valuable assets or commodities.
2: I guess
0: you're right.
1: Credit and
2: debt. I I think the government's playing a shell game with the gold as far as, you know, okay, we're going to move it here, 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 and slap whoever's name on it, you know, and uh, for all we know, there's, you know, say, a thousand pounds of gold that they can just shift wherever, you know, and okay, that's your goal for today, that's your goal for today, and... And and that all leads
1: into probably what you're going to get to coming up is just like well, where is it? You know what I mean? What what did
2: what did our government do with all this gold if we don't have it anymore? See, that's why uh, that's why they're really trying to prevent countries from pulling out like you said, you know, to prevent countries from selling it off. Um their biggest concern is China. And yeah. China is starting to buy up all the gold and I personally I think their biggest fear is I don't think we have enough to even allow them to purchase it. But I,
0: what did they do with the gold that was given to them in the past? Like, what do you think? Where do you think that went?
2: Well, a lot of it went to different countries to, you know, hey, we're going to help you out with here. We're not. They didn't send over cash. They sent over some gold, and it was also trading during the Vietnam War, as far as you know. Here's some gold to boost, the, you know, the the South Vietnamese government or the South Korean government at the time. There was a lot of that maneuvering going on, along with the CIA involved, and that's a whole, a whole another tangent. You know, there was a lot of stuff going on. Now, I, I, again, I, I think the gold for the most part is between the Federal Reserve in uh, Fort Knox, and there's a couple other places. Uh, throughout the country that are secure vaults. And again, is it our gold? I just don't think what with the government that they're telling all these separate countries and our own country, here's how much gold we have. I don't think they have enough to cover all that. Yeah. You know? It's kind of like, you know, when it's like, functioning as a bank
1: in the sense where like they maybe necessarily didn't have any capital to start but they convinced people they did and enough people threw their gold in there to now you know it's like they're responsible for it but none of it's really theirs (laughs) so now that people want it back they're like they utilize it for like loans or other things or like you know i can only imagine what yeah, I don't know. Like, does that gold have to stay there? Like, I wonder what this agreement really laid out when they were like, yeah, we're going to bring our gold over to you guys and you're going to protect it. You know, was there like an interest rate put on that for holding on to it? Was our country allowed to utilize that gold for investments?
2: You know, like what? Uh, uh, I wonder. What yeah, the- everything Everything's really kind of sketchy when you try to find out any information because, you know, the government can say, well, the Federal Reserve, we don't have anything to do with that. Because technically yeah. they're not part of the government and the Federal Reserve is under no obligation <laughs> to give you that information because even though they're not privately owned, they're you know, that run by a board of governors and no one seems to know who's actually, you know, yeah, in charge or calling the shots for the Federal Reserve.
1: That that would be crazy. Like, you know, the response is like, Well, you know, you you didn't give us the United States government your gold, like do you understand that? Like, we have no, like, it's like a, um, it's like, they, it's set up that way to minimize liability on our government for the value of our, you know, of gold and currency in general. Because I mean, like, you know, as much as we, we could be like, oh, it's the government's fault for inflation. Like, well, no, the Federal Reserve printed the money and like, yeah, but who told them to print the money? You did. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> um, like you know, so it's kind of like, oh yeah, you know, like we'll put everyone's gold in a safe spot. And like, we'll keep an eye on it. And then they're like, well, we want your gold back. It's like, well, it's just our job to keep an eye on it. We don't know what happened to your gold inside Fort Knox because that's not our responsibility. It's the Federal Reserve's, you know? Like, it seems, it just seems like a bunch of smoke and mirrors to utilize other countries' gold for, for our own needs, you know? Whether that means we sold gold that was theirs, whether we lent it out, whether we whether we utilized it as an asset to get credit or value elsewhere, it's kind of it's kind of gnarly when you think about it. It's just like a big, uh, I don't even know how to explain it. I don't know. It's
2: kind of overwhelming. And I think it, at, at the time it was, you know, if you think about it, you look around and you've got vaults and vaults and rooms full of gold. Well, who's going to, we can borrow this and yeah. we'll get it back eventually. And, you know, over different presidents and different, You know, people coming in and out of government, all of a sudden you're looking around and, you know, CIA's got their hands in the pot. And, you know, like I said, I think a lot of it started when some of these countries were like, all right, you know, we know there's no threat of a world war anymore, which was the whole reason they were storing it there. We want our stuff back. And, you know, when they're having a hard time getting it back, you gotta, you know, like, why? You know, like, you know, they blamed it on everything from. You know the shipping logistics and the security of moving that much, and I can understand that. You know, but not over a twenty-year period, or flat out telling them, "Yeah, you're not getting it for till we say so."
1: But, but your your point was that although Germany asked for their gold, and although they didn't get it right away, uh, the United States did make good on returning all of their gold based off weight, right?
2: Yeah, and it uh, it took more than the 20 years that they had originally promised. Uh, it looked like somewhere around, I want to say, 2017, 2018 is when they were fulfilled with getting all their gold back. Yeah,
1: and I feel like at that point, you know, our our government should have almost been paying interest on that gold, right? Like, at the point of you asking for your gold back that was deposited and then saying, we're going to give it to you over this period of time, like, at that point, it'd be, like, functioning as a certificate of a deposit of deposit, and being like, well, you know, like, it's ours. And there was nothing that said that you, like, I guess that's that's the, the thing. In the beginning, it was never like, oh, your gold will be returned within 90 days of request or anything like that. I'm sure that wasn't handled in whatever they all decided to sign. So yeah, I
2: mean, there were, there could have been so much background stuff as far as, like you said, you know, hey, we can't, you know, we don't trust you. You might sell it off or, you know, yeah. you don't have the proper security for it. And, you know, like basically, you know, making any excuse that they could to not get it back to them in a timely manner, if you ask me. I mean, you know, it looked like about 30 to 35 years before they got their money back. So
0: have any of the other countries gotten their money back? Like, I know that you said, what, 20 countries asked for it back. Has um, the Federal Reserve made any kind of uh, commitment to pay them back over time?
2: What I've pulled up is Zippo. They've basically stonewalled them, not given them a timeline, um, basically said no. Oof. Now, some of these countries, I could only uh, really see a few you know, larger countries. Russia was a big one. Uh, England. Wait, we
0: won't give Russia back their money. Correct. Or the Federal Reserve. I guess it's not even us because it's not part but, of the United but the, States. But they're going to fight for that, no? Don't you think?
2: Yeah, You would think. And this is where all the red tape and everything else gets involved. Again, they've made it so difficult to find out who's actually in charge of this because the government can tell Russia – Hey, we told the Federal Reserve to release it, you know, and the Federal Reserve, oh, no, the government didn't tell us that. We can't release it because of this reason or that reason. Uh, I wonder
0: who's really in charge of it.
2: What I pulled up was a, a board of governors. Now, what that means, I, I don't know. They don't I, even tell you how many people are on this governing board, uh, who they are, whether they're all Americans or they from, you know, Made up from different nations, uh, it doesn't say. Carly, I'm I'm assuming it's it's your favorite group of people.
0: I think it is. <laughs> I think it's the Illuminati, and I think that it's those five richest families. And I'll go over them again. I have the list right in front of me. So it is. If I had to make a bet, I I would bet it's the Rothschild. Rockefeller, Morgan, DuPonts, and the Bush dynasties. Illuminati, for sure.
2: Corey, I think Carly's Illuminati because she (laughs) uh, she keeps pushing this Illuminati. I think she's one of them.
1: Yeah, like if if she can name off another uh, enough, it's like being in like a Rico court case. You're like, if I name off another so many conspirators, they won't believe I'm a co-conspirator, right? I'm helping them out. Um, oh
0: my gosh i would have a nicer house nicer car probably wouldn't have to work 40 hours a week if i was part of the illuminati but i mean i'm in- i'm interested i'm interested i'm
1: sure i'm sure there's got to be some grunts in the organization carly that like put in a lot of work and don't get don't see that type of return so um, well
0: and then they're like the fall guy like um like uh oswald you know he was part of that and then and then he was like uh, bottom of the bottom of the barrel, and then he took the fall for the murder. So, if you want to listen to that episode, that was episode fourteen.
1: Um, but yeah, I mean, to that though, like, what? I mean, what do the board? Other, I mean, what do these board of committee or? Whatever I forget. Sorry, I don't know how you phrased it. But the people who are technically in charge of what's going on at Fort Knox or the Federal Reserve, like, how does this benefit them? You know what I mean? Like, unless they utilize that gold for something else, like, what's the real benefit of withholding that gold from these other countries?
2: Well, I, again, what I've been looking into, and a lot of people believe that not only our government, but other, you know. Higher-ups in different governments, say England and France, they've all colluded into gold price rigging, which they can dump, you know, agreed upon, like, let's dump a bunch of this gold onto the market, which is obviously going to dramatically drop the price to where then, you know, say – uh carly's illuminati friends can purchase a ton of gold and again you're not physically owning the gold everything's on paper it's digital but if that yeah, price yeah. drops you know they can all of a sudden pick up all this gold at a dirt cheap price and that price will start to rise again because you're going to start whole. you know you're not going to dump that gold onto the market
1: yeah yeah i mean sounds like insider trading to me
2: oh uh, absolutely and again like I said you're not you know no one's going down to Wall Street with a with a pound of gold in their hand everything's digital so you know they can you know through friends of theirs or the Illuminati or whoever you know whoever's in charge of a lot of this gold they can all right we're gonna release you know a thousand pounds of gold onto the market drop the price You know, everyone, you know, the people in the know can scoop it up real low, and that price is obviously going to raise again.
1: Yeah, yeah. And in that sense, like, if, if, say, they don't have the gold reserves that are allocated to these countries, they could be like, well, we can give you the the standard value of gold now in
2: our currency, even though our
1: currency means jack.
2: Exactly. And And a lot of people do believe that's why the government is staunch upon, you know, staying with that 1973 price. Like you said, okay, well, if we've got to pay you back, uh, you know, here's what your gold's worth instead of the actual real world value, you know. And like I said, there's no rhyme or reason why they will not budge off of that 1973 price.
1: Yeah, I mean, how upset would you be? Like, not only did we hold on to your your gold and not only did we use it, but we're going to give you the depreciated value of it when you (laughs) want it back. You're like normally over like that would be like the worst investment of like like you you would hate your government for making that investment. You're like, "Wait, you guys you guys locked up 200 billion dollars and then you lost 75% off of it like depreciation. Shouldn't you make money? You could have put that in the worst savings account and still made 0.002% a year. It would have been better than losing 75%." Like uh,
2: the funny thing that I found too was uh the current pricing um like i said the 1973 price for an ounce of gold was 42 dollars what i found today was a gram of gold basically a flake of gold yeah is 43 dollars
0: crazy
1: yeah that's uh what so there's one one gram in an ounce so
2: that's one 28th yeah that price is off (laughs) yeah something something's crazy now just a, a little side note here um again like I said Fort Knox was known to hold on to other other assets crown jewels of, of you know royal families and whatnot um, in 1945 the Hungarian government which was created after World War one um, so they so it wouldn't fall into the hands of the Nazis they handed over their crown jewels um, to the United States for safekeeping that This was 1945. It was finally returned in 1978, 30-some-odd years later. And, again, we're not talking about tons of gold. And, again, this couldn't be on paper. This was the crown jewels. So it took over 30-some years just to get crown jewels back to the the government and to the rightful hands.
1: Yeah, I I think we just like holding on to precious, expensive things over here. I, I mean i don't know
0: no you can't have it back it's too pretty i want to keep it
1: <laughs> it's it's worth too much you guys you know you're still uh your country is always having regime changes you're in turmoil you know we'll just keep holding on to it for you even though you don't want us to
0: yeah you don't want it back really <laughs>
1: hey if you want we can give you cash it's not like we printed or anything <laughs>
0: Oh my <God>. <laughs> 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 i'll trade you this crown for some cash
2: yeah, hey, do you want a $100,000 bill? We can make it simple for you. Whatever you want. You want your you, face on it? <laughs> you know what, guys, though? All
1: joking aside, I have faith that our country, our government, our Federal Reserve, whoever's in charge, I believe the gold's there. I think this is all security purposes, and, you know, we're just building it up bigger than what it is. You know, kind of like Area 51. It's, It's, you know...
0: You've got too much too much trust in the Federal Reserve. I I don't think it's all there.
1: Well okay, well then Carly, then explain what they did with it. That's what I want to know. Like like it's easy to say it's not there. I feel like it's more difficult to explain how they could utilize all of that gold in the sense of like whether they translated into fiat currency, whether they made investments, and then like drawing the lines to where it actually went, you know, like that's that's what I need to see.
0: Well, that's what um, Joe was saying, that they, like, lent it to other countries during, like, whatever they were going through. So they're like, all right, you can have some, you can have some, and we'll get it back eventually. But then they never get it back, and then now they don't have it.
1: Yeah, but why why would we do that with gold if we're over here printing cash? Like, why... Why would I?
0: The other countries aren't going to accept our cash. What do
1: you mean? We're this. We're the global <laughs> currency
2: standard. Not anymore. Yeah, that's but, why. But you the, know, that's why the Europeans went to the euro, which yeah, you it know, makes really sense. affected the the
1: American. And that was a dollar. while ago. But even to that sense, though, like you know, you guys are. I mean, you're making a reference to you know what uh, the euro isn't stated, What like fifteen? It's been fifteen, twenty years, something like that, right? I don't know how long the euro has been. Been functioning as a currency, but um I mean, in that sense. So, like, yeah. I'm talking about over the past 50 years, right? Like, I, 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 people have been accepting our dollar bill for the you know over this period of time. It's not like people like you know in the 40 years ago were like, sorry, we won't accept the dollar because it's not backed. Like, people take loans from us all the time. Governments take loans from us all the time. Everybody wants the U.S. dollar. You know what I mean? We're actually in a country where our our dollar doesn't really fluctuate compared to other countries currencies so like in that sense i feel like if as our country why would we ever give out gold reserves i just don't understand why we would give anybody
2: gold when we can just print cash i mean it could all stem from uh, again we don't know how much gold the government actually started with okay now we do know how much every other country gave us but we don't, there, there's no records that I could ever find, and they're not going to give it up. What did we start with? Yeah. You know, so it could be a fact that you know we said we've got way more than we did to boost up the dollar so we could print money on top of stuff we didn't have. But who's to say? Because we can't look at it. And when other countries started wanting their gold back is where we came into an issue because, wow, we don't have enough to cover everything.
0: But didn't the countries, like, keep their gold with us? So how, if if they gave us their gold and we didn't spend the gold, well, shouldn't we have it to give back to them?
1: Well, I'm confused. I, I get what you're saying, Joe. Like, it, it was an excuse. It, it almost enabled us to print more currency while we were still on the gold standard because we couldn't print the currency without the gold. Now that we got these 20 countries to give us, you know... Five hundred billion dollars worth of gold. We were able to print five hundred billion more dollars, technically, because w- now
0: we're not on the gold standard, and we haven't been for a while. So, like, I don't know. I'm
1: I, maybe they didn't want to realize how bad like like inflation. I mean, I know inflation was bad when it happened when we got off the gold standard, but maybe it would have been like twenty times worse because it would have just you know it would it would just showed you how much of like a pony show it was.
2: I don't know. I- and it, no, it was dude. Like like I said, it was initially, you know, Nixon's idea to take us off the gold standard was supposed to be a temporary yeah. solution because, like you said, the you know the economy was really struggling, inflation was high, and they thought this might settle down the dollar because it was trading poorly overseas. You know, it was a lot of, you know, doubt in the American economy and again coming off of, you know, the, the midst of the Vietnam War and all the all the chaos surrounding Nixon because at that time, you know, Watergate was kind of, you know, spinning people's heads and he's coming up for, you know, I believe what did I say? It was seventy four or seventy one. So he's getting ready for a reelection campaign. And it was just you know It was a lot of craziness, and and again, it was meant to be temporary. Yeah. Which turned into 50 years temporary, so. Yeah, that's (laughs) wild.
1: I mean, in in the end, like you said with elections and the fact that we're like a capitalist democracy, if there's something that's going to make people feel like the economy is going to grow or there's stimulation or, you know, any of that, like, that's an easy sell for the United States people, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, all this is, pretty wild like you know i thought i knew what what fort knox and all the gold was going on but I, I didn't understand i didn't know the top to bottom of like all of this you know us having other countries gold them actually asking for their gold back and us you know creating payment plans to give them their gold you know like it's was a little over my head i mean i understood that they were we, we were pretty funny with our money in this country
2: but I, I had no idea that that's the extent it went with gold and Carly is right. There is also, uh, believe it or not, a ton of opium that was stored uh at the beginning of the Cold War in Fort Knox. And again, this was put in, along with other medications, penicillins, but a lot of the pain meds, which eventually were uh, transferred or made into... Uh, morphium tablets and it was during the cold war in case you know god forbid world war three ever broke out and the bombs were dropped and they needed that medicine
1: yeah so in the end fort knox like doubled as a just a very secure place for for things that we would need in case of an emergency correct so so like like you said hey yeah they saw these 150 doors but for all you know carly your point was that there was uh morphine in there that would have been used in case of a attack on our soil or stuff like that
0: yeah and then like us not starting with as much gold as they told us we were starting with makes a lot of sense too in that point, like I, I really firmly believe that we do not have as much gold as we think that we have in there, and like first off, it's mostly not even ours, or is it not ours at all? As like American people, but I, yeah, I really don't believe we have the gold that that we think is in there.
2: Yeah, and you also um, got to remember, Corey, like when you're wondering where the gold might have gone. During the Cold War, there was a lot of, they call them, uh, you know, where the Cold War, Cold War heated up a little, and as far as like the Korean War or the Vietnam War, uh, we were backing a lot of different countries. Even in China, we were backing a semi-democratic uh, president, and when Chairman Mao started. Uh, coming up with his communist revolution to try to overthrow the Chinese government, the easiest way, here's, you know, who's to say we didn't ship a bunch of gold over there so they could get weapons or whatever, because, yeah. you know, who's to say, like, the American dollar didn't mean anything to them. You know, yeah. we need something of of tangible things that we can hold, and, you know, your paper's not doing it.
1: Yeah, and it's it's almost like, the, it was like, a, um, what's the word I want to use? Um you know when they like uh mark things out of documents that you can't read like whatever that terminology is when it's like oh like redacted or whatever it's like yes like hey this is our our, our redacted reserve no one knows how much is in it so they can't hold us accountable for how much is spent elsewhere nobody knows where we spend it because it's a uh, uh you know it's national security as to where this gold is transported to or how it's transported or where it's gone and whoever did the accounting in the beginning was a, a, a you know a piece of crap. He didn't even account for who, how much gold we had in there. So, so like you said, they're doing operations or things else where they need to secure a, some type of budget that they can't get approved by Senate or the government, and and there's no other way to pull this this value out of thin air. So they utilize other countries' gold, which which would be crazy though if you said we had Russia's gold and then we're in the Cold War and we're using. The Soviet Union's value of their gold to back other governments that are that are opposing communism—that's that'd be kind of ironic.
2: Yeah, uh, see, a lot of the gold came to the United States at right right off the heels of World War II, to where yeah Russia was actually our ally. Now again, it started, you know, getting a little a little tense with Russia, you know, even before the war ended. But people fail to realize, um, Russia did invade japan at the end of world war ii while we were get, you know before we even dropped the bomb they came down through china invaded japan and that had a lot to play in the end of world war ii so russia was our ally and they were promised a lot of reparations after world war ii but you know who's to say like you know they were worried about the nazis too like here's your you know here's the goal please you know, keep it safe. And that's, from what I've seen, a lot of the countries, that was their initial thing, was when, you know, the Nazis were just, you know, they stepping were, into countries all over yeah, Europe. they and, were ransacking. You know, yeah, Europe taking yeah. over a country in, in, you know, a month. Um, they wanted to get their valuables out. Not only, you know, it wasn't just gold, but it was also, you know, like I said, the crown jewels. <laughs> or paintings are, are known to be in, you know, the uh, in Fort Knox. That's
0: Ooh, the- and I think since we have other countries gold like that's kind of like our protection to not get bombed by them or not i think have it's them the come opposite. over and start a war with us
1: i think it's I the mean, opposite yeah
0: i think if they would start a war if they need their gold back but if they're like i don't know how they're talking to each other like if um the federal reserve is like all right like You'll get a little bit and a little bit, but if you start a war with us, you're never going to see this again. We'll blow it all up, you know? Yeah. Like
1: I, I think that might apply in, like, a treaty format where, like, if someone did invade our soil at the end, like, if we concluded the war and we won, we would make them sign a treaty where they forfeited their, their funds or their values, you know what I mean, their valuables. But, like, I, I like I said, I find it more reason to, to you know, uh, you know address us or come after us. It's another reason why people may hate our country, you know, but I also feel like a lot of people in countries or like as just standard civilians don't really understand that at all. you know, like whether they realize like it's their government's money anyways, is it really the people's money, even in other countries right um yeah.
2: but yeah, well, here's something like this here's another reason why it would be tough to for a country to come and this is where. The Federal Reserve and the government had a hand in this, also. Again, I I think it's playing a shell game. There are twelve reserve banks all across the country. So, you know, hey, we're going to go to Fort Knox. What? No gold here. Yeah, that's because we put it in St. Louis. Yeah, no gold here. Ah, it's moved over to San Francisco. You know, (laughs) the the good old bait and
1: switch. Right? They put so much. Like, hey, you know, if anyone's coming here, they're going to Fort Knox, but like, we'll say it's somewhere else and then we'll move it. And it's funny, like how you said all these countries uh, during the whole, you know, uh, Third Reich and the Nazis were rushing to get their, their valuables out of their country into America. And they probably were able to do it within X amount of months, if not a shorter period of time. And then here we are. With the, you know, the evolution of technology and, and transportation, the best it's ever been. And we're like, sorry, it's going to take us 20 years to get you your, <laughs> your gold back. Because you know what, man? Like, we can't ship it. It's like, nah, dude. I can get, like, 10,000 pounds of anything from Amazon Prime in less than 24 hours, dude. <laughs> you can get me my gold. I'll have Jeff Bezos ship it over if you guys are incapable of it. <laughs>
0: Maybe he's uh, part of the Federal Reserve, though. Yeah, does he have SpaceX?
2: Know. Should we just put it on SpaceX? Launch a rocket over there. Here you go. Elon would get
1: it there in under two hours for sure. He'd 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 fly <laughs> it there. He'd have it land, and then he'd fly the rocket right back.
0: <laughs> so it's just crazy that they're making all these like BS excuses. You know, it's like um, it, it's just super sketchy. It's really weird. I don't trust the government. I think. People should learn more about this stuff. Like, the, if you go on YouTube, go on Google, you can find this stuff. It's available for anyone. And I feel like people need to know this. Like, this is your country. This is where you decide to live. You should know what kind of sketchy stuff's going on.
1: I mean, I think the, I think the first starting point is people understanding how our currency works in general and the fact that we aren't backed by, like, the gold standard uh, with the dollar like i don't think people understand that and if so if you if you told someone that like hey like you know our dollar's not backed by gold they would either a have never known it was ever backed by gold or b be like what do you mean like i don't even understand that like i mean i didn't learn that type of stuff in my economy class for three months in in high school you know what i mean Like, and
2: and i think the government absolutely wants it that way because again right now it's just your trust, my trust, you know, the, the guy that owns the store down the street's trust that, you know, that dollar's worth anything. Like yeah. you said, it could be, you know, hey, um, here's a shell or, you know, here's a rock I found, you know. Yeah. It's worth the same value, basically. Yeah. You I, know, just what you put on it. Yeah, like if I could trade,
1: if I could trade a shell I found at the beach for, you know, something worth $200, does that mean that shell is now worth $200, you know, it's um yeah i mean that's what it comes down to but like i said i mean you know i I know carly you're on the whole illuminati tip i i think the gold is there and we're just playing you know bully and like you know we want to be stronger than we are and hold on to assets so so we have some type of leverage and i I mean if that gold isn't there i feel like our country invested into things that they're just waiting for you know I mean, we're we, 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 all we try to make money with their money. I'm they're probably trying to make money with other people's gold, and they don't they haven't Definitely. made the. they haven't made the money back that they've needed to yet to buy more gold to replenish their supplies. So they're like, Yeah, dude, wait 20 years. We got a 30 20 year investment going on, and once that's back, we'll pay you your gold back at the weight, or you can just take the cash at the value from 1971. It's up to you, man.
2: Yeah, I think they invested in Enron and lost big. Yeah, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Now it's funny, like uh, you know, I'm just I'm just looking over a couple things, and um, I didn't do the math on this, but the more you dig into this, because again, there's twelve different. I said twelve, right? Different Federal Reserves, and, and there's also Fort Knox, which doesn't count as a Federal Reserve, and there's also uh, a vault at West Point, which most people don't realize. So again, to your biggest. Basis surrounded by the military. I'm sure there's some real good stuff in there. Yeah, but the math, they, you know, I'm just looking over stuff, and they're like, okay, you know, 56 percent of you know the treasury's gold is held at 21 percent at West Point and 16 percent over here. Like they just keep throwing these numbers, and I think it's purposely again like a shell game. You know, okay, 56 percent of the treasury's gold is in west point and 21 percent of that is actually the treasuries and i mean it goes on and on like that
1: yeah so like even if they were able to like you know weigh all the gold there they're saying only x amount of percent of it is it so the more they keep throwing out numbers and in the end you can't really do the math like it's you know it'll never add up even if you wanted it to and that's how they want it to be
2: absolutely now a little known fact one of the biggest you know uh senators i believe he's a senator ron paul republican from texas he was actually a presidential candidate back in 2008 now to this day he has been trying to pass bills uh introducing bills to get in to at least fort knox to do another public audit and he's being shot down at every corner they just you know He's a kook. He's this. You know, they do the whole smear campaign. And when that doesn't work, because the bill actually passed. But the Federal Reserve again said, well, we don't care what bill you pass. You're not coming in. We're not showing you nothing.
0: Yeah, that's wild. Yeah,
2: he's still on on the kick. He's, you know, and this is a, a direct quote from, again, his name is Ron Paul, Republican from Texas. My attitude is, let's just find out what's there. Sounds simple enough to me. Yeah,
1: yeah
0: seriously, hmm. I want to know too.
1: And and does his party support him on that bill, or, or is that a bill that like puts him like, hey, you know, like we can't really back you on this approach?
2: It's back and forth, and it depends on you know, a lot of people wanted to shy away from it because it's controversial. Now, why it's controversial, who knows? Um, you know, the board of governors who are in charge of the Federal Reserve could be financing. Campaigns behind the behind the scenes, like make sure that bill doesn't pass, or you know, do whatever to make sure that bill dies where it's at.
1: I mean, if the government can look into my bank account to see where I spend or received six hundred dollars, you'd think we'd be able to look in the Federal Reserve and see how much gold they really have.
2: Yeah, I mean, even again, back in seventy four, the last time the public, you know, per se, public, some senators and and governors and. You know, some media were allowed in. They saw one vault. You know, it's not like there was a true audit. Now, they say the Federal Reserve is audited every year. Well, it's audited in-house. Yeah, I can audit my books, too, and guess what? I got a million (laughs) dollars, you know. Well,
0: so I watched another movie. I think these are not movies. I think I was just watching YouTube videos. But um, Corey, can you take a guess what people think they're hiding in the vault? Um you guessed my other guess right. The Illuminati. Can you guess what people think they're hiding in there?
1: Oh, what's it? What's in the vault? Like that they don't. Okay, there's. I mean, there's definitely uh, extraterrestrial spacecraft. Yes. Yes. Extra, <laughs> extraterrestrial
2: bodies.
1: Um, extraterrestrial yes, yes. technology. Anything extraterrestrial. It's in there. They- <laughs> Um, pieces
2: of the of the Roswell crash.
1: Yeah, and they then like, the alien in, bodies. And they they then think like it's per- not
0: in Area 51, and it's actually in uh, Fort Knox.
1: Yeah, then like proof of the city of Atlantis. You know, some crazy, uh, you know, Egypt like em- Noah's Ark. Yeah, and exactly. The Ark of the
2: Covenant. <laughs>
1: yeah, little did you know Noah's Ark is actually in. It's the same size as one of those uh, when you know how you build a sea ship in a in a bottle. It's actually that size. (laughs) Oh
0: my god! No, we shrunk it down with the extraterrestrial. uh, 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 The the, technology. Yeah, the inventions. Yeah, I I, mean, it's not. It's not an episode unless the gold
2: we we, the (laughs) aliens shrunk it down, or they took it with them. That's where it all went.
0: (laughs) The aliens definitely took the gold. They, but they don't have to shrink it down to take it. They just like magically. It's fuel for them. Boom!
1: Fuels
2: their spaceship.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think in the end, it's just like, you know, the government does or the Federal Reserve, the government. I mean, whatever Illuminati, they just don't want to show how much gold is in there because they don't want to it to affect, like you said, their net worth. You know, you're you're almost investing into our country, our government, our Federal Reserve like it is a commodity or a stock. You know what I mean? And if we're not worth this as, as much as we say we're worth, a we don't hold the clout that we have anymore, and b. You know, people are like, well, why Why do I think America is so great? You know, like, I don't know. But
0: how how long do you think that's going to last before, I mean, like, they, they actually do go in?
1: I, I mean, you don't know. I mean, we've been a country for, what, like 300 plus years or something like that? Almost 300 plus? And 76, so like 200,
2: uh, yeah. Wait, when were, we were 1776, right? Yep. Yeah. 1976 was 200 200 year anniversary. Yeah, so I mean the bicentennial. If,
1: in that sense, I always love it when people refer to the United States as like uh, you know, we're like a social experiment. Like a lot of a lot of empires and countries never lasted that long or were shorter, you know? So it's like we're just trying to hold out as long as we can. I mean, I'm looking at something here where it says like uh, the fourth quarter or the total US wealth in the US. I guess that applies to people though, not necessarily like the the backing money their country owns what what is China's net worth 100 trillion we're 111 trillion I feel like we print more more money that that much money each year let alone like that's what we have I don't know I, I, I
2: do think a lot of you know a lot of people you know governments and I think our governments portraying this that the money we're printing even though we're not on the gold standard yes we have something to back it up whether it be gold silver jewels and I think that might be another reason they're not going to allow a true audit because, I, you know, it, I, I, like I said, I do believe because otherwise it literally would collapse the dollar. It, You know, they have to be portraying that it is kind of backed by something. Otherwise, like you said, it'd be a rock on the ground or a seashell. Yeah. So I do think they're telling other countries or, you know, whoever it may be. Yeah, you know, no, we're not printing money just to print money. You know, it's actually, uh, you know, we have silver on top of the gold and some jewels. And, oh, by the way, you want a little opium? We got some of that too, Stash.
1: You know. Yeah, and I also think, I feel like other countries know and don't push back as hard because they know that if our dollar collapses, that their, their, um, you know, whatever their currency is, is going to struggle also.
2: Correct. And I know, um, I didn't look it up, but I know there's been talk that, The European Union, once, you know, they all formed and, you know, created the euro, they were talking about they wanted to back out of that original agreement to where everyone else is, you know, most of the free world's currencies is still tied to the dollar. I know a lot of governments kind of want to pull away from that. And, of course, we're holding on tight to where, hey, you pull out, you know, we're screwed, you know. Because yeah. A lot of people feel the euro is much stronger than the dollar.
1: Well, I mean, in theory, when you look at it, like, although, like, the European Union, you know, each country is small and it's like considerable to states, it's like they're actually countries. You know what I mean? So, like, the fact you have, I'm not sure how many people were in the European Union, you know, X amount of countries that support a specific currency, where in our country, it's like well, your state doesn't have a choice. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, so so much I learned today. I, I, appreci- I appreciate you bringing this to the table and
2: and sharing it, you know. My pleasure, and, you know, my next trip down, I, I told Collie we'll have to, I have to co-host something. I'll, I'll come up with a better better research the next time around.
0: No, I think you did great. <laughs> it was great. You already had a lot of the knowledge. Um, I learned a ton. Corey obviously learned a ton, Um we might be on opposite sides of what you brought up, but
2: <laughs> I mean but uh, isn't was, isn't that what the lesson. discussion's for? Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah.
1: I mean, I'm always a skeptical one and truthfully I'm very um, you know, like I'm 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 hit the point in my life where financial institutions are very interesting to me, you know, like I like to understand where money goes, how people get money, how you acquire wealth, who's really acquiring wealth, and is it really wealth? You know, like you know what is the real value in in it, and like I always kind of, I always look at our country. You know, we're a capitalist democracy. I look at the capitalism before the democracy point. Like it's kind of that's how our country's set up. So you got to understand what this business is really doing, not not the government, the business. So that's where oh, absolutely, that's where we differ, Carly. You think Illuminati? I think they're just some this big business with money as as the goal. You know.
0: It might be the same thing, okay? You don't know.
1: <laughs> I mean, you make a valid point. What,
2: what's li- the what, line from the Wall Street movie? Greed is good. I think that's yeah. what drives a lot of this. Yeah, who says that? Yeah, uh,
0: definitely. And is- I think the Illuminati is greedy, too.
2: Yeah, I think they're
1: more st- sinister than greedy, you know? But I guess that kind of goes mm-hmm. in hand.
2: hand in hand. Yeah. If they're even real the aluminum. Yeah, they are
0: real, definitely. All right. So I think that about concludes our episode. Um, once again, uh, let me know. DM Snap and Next Podcast on Instagram. If we missed anything, if you want any stickers, I'll send you some stickers. Um our Gmail, snap next podcast at gmail.com. I have a Facebook page, or we have a Facebook page. Sorry, Corey.
1: <laughs> it's all good.
0: Um, but I'm the one sending out stickers. So <laughs> message me on our Facebook page for some stickers. Let us know if we missed anything. Let us know what you think about the episode. Um, let Joe know how he did.
2: <laughs> I think if you want
0: to see him back.
2: Should I, I, should I go back to the Bermuda Triangle? <laughs> I don't know, man. I think you did
1: a great job here. I mean, I think you gave Carly a run for her money in regards to, to research. Maybe that's where she got her researching capabilities from. It runs in the family.
0: Oh, I, he, the, his brain just stored, like, most of this stuff. I mean, he did, um, you know how, like, when I do my research on on note paper, I have, like, seven, eight pages of research He had one page front and back, um, I I think two or three screenshots just to read like years and facts. But this guy's got a lot of got a lot of brain power. Hey
1: man, you know he's got a couple. He's got a couple more years of experience. I think you presented yourself well, and you know what, Uh, you definitely did better than Carly in regards
2: to uh, pronouncing words. Oh no. (laughs) Well, I, I, you know, I appreciate you guys having me on. It was a blast, and I look forward to all your future episodes. I don't know if I'll listen to this one and <laughs> by, by, by myself, but you guys are awesome. Hey, man, we appreciate the support, and we, we appreciate you coming on and
1: helping us out with an episode.
0: Yeah, thank you so much, and thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in again, and we'll see you next time.
2: Ta-ta. Later.